Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we go, here we go. It's another day, a beautiful day down here in Cabo. I hope you're all doing good up there in beautiful Southern California. Be safe. And once again, Kelly Girl and I want to thank you all for all the support we felt at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. The amount of love we felt was incredible. We want to thank you all. Thank every single one of you for everything you did to make it easy for us to be up in Southern California. We want to thank you, thank you, thank you. Wait for a few more people to jump on here and we'll get going today. It's Text the Show Wednesday. Wednesdays and Thursdays, we always do Text the Show. Tomorrow, I think it's going to be text the show about, do you have anything you have to do tomorrow around 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, tomorrow will be text the show, ask Kelly what <laughs> the very best way to get prepared to take your significant other fishing. Tomorrow, Kelly Girl is going to answer some questions, set in with us for a few minutes. Make sure you get some really good questions. Make sure that you talk to your significant other and let them know, hey, Kelly Girl's going to be answering our questions tomorrow, Thursday. And then don't forget Luke McFadden with us on Friday live in studio. Luke is an incredible, incredible young man. He acts like he's about 70 years old with the amount of knowledge he has on fishing commercially back east, right? He's just, Kelly found him online and I just fell in love with the young man. I think he's unbelievable what he's doing and how hard he's out there working every day. So don't forget to set your alarm. Make sure you do not miss our show tomorrow. It's text the show Thursday. Talk to Kelly girl. You're going to get to ask Kelly all kinds of questions. Ask me anything. You can ask me how it is living in Mexico, how it went from living in California to Mexico, how's it fishing in Mexico. How's it being Captain Dave's wife, ask me whatever you want. <laughs> Maybe not ask her that. Don't ask her how it is to be my wife, but ask her some other cold questions. What's, what's it like for a woman to live in Cabo San Lucas? Okay, we're going to do text the show today. You can ask me any questions you want about anything to do with your boat, fishing, your batteries, maintenance, fishing, catching fish, trying to catch fish, looking for fish. Marley, you can talk to best thing to do is ask Kelly the questions about Marley. That's her little baby boy. I, I wanted a monkey more than anything. Kelly didn't want a monkey. Now we have a monkey. Kelly loves the monkey. You can ask Kelly questions about Marley tomorrow. Marley loves being on the show. There he is, just kicking back. He's like, I'm gonna just watch from right here. So he's watching us. He's checking out the show. I wanna um thank everybody that stopped by. But gang, super important. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta share your love with me. I share every single day with you. If you could all share your love with Kelly and I, make sure that you drop in on the stars. Leave us some stars. Leave us some stars on Facebook. Go to the. Uh, there went Marley. Go and like our video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our 
Facebook, like our Facebook page. Just like, subscribe, leave some stars. Let me know that you enjoy our show. The only way I'm going to know, it's just like when you go out to a restaurant, you tip the waiter or waitress. You're just leaving me a tip. I'm here for you every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. I even bring in my beautiful wife, and she's here every day. Regardless of if she's on the show or not, she is here. She's totally addicted to all of you. She felt all the love from everybody at the show. She was overwhelmed by all the love, weren't you, babe? Yeah. That was incredible. All the people that came up and had nice things to say. The funny thing was, and we were both waiting for it because of uh, – all the th all the people that don't like us, they didn't show up, though. They never showed up. I can't understand it. There was a couple hundred thousand people at the show, and not one of them came up to talk to us. Isn't that weird? Well, they don't like you. Not oh. Like uh, yeah, I don't know okay. I, don't know. I even offered them time on stage with us. That was pretty amazing. But, gang, there's Marley. He's all wound up. It's text the show Wednesday, gang, and I want to answer your questions. Real quick, though, let me show you something. We got... um. We got my good friend, Craigie. We grew up together. This is his candy company right over here on TikTok. Check this out. This is his candy company. Him and his beautiful wife have put together this beautiful candy company. They're selling caramels. They have salted caramels. They have caramels with pecans. And they also have chewy caramel. The stuff is like, I don't know. Well, we passed it out at the show, or he passed it out. It, and I got so many people asking me, where did it come from? And uh, that's where it came from. It's Just delicious. go to the website. Go to the website and you'll see. And you can get it delivered directly right to your house. You, If you like caramel, you're not going to be disappointed. And if you love salted caramel, oh, my oh, God. That's the best. That's my favorite. It's terrible. I think since Craigie showed up with this caramel yeah. at the booth, and I'm going to blame Carrie for it, I probably gained 10 pounds. I yeah. eat. A dozen of them a day, at least. It's it's pretty gnarly. So check out those caramels. Also, gang, want to thank Okuma for handing out all those hats. We want to thank Promar. We want to thank Roasted Anchor Roasted Coffee for giving Roasted away all that. Anchor. Roasted Anchor. That's Coffee what I company. thought. Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. Gang, incredible. They gave out so much free coffee on Saturday and... Everybody loved their coffee. They're now going to be one of our sponsors of our shows. So make sure you check out Roasted Anchor Coffee Company. Roasted Anchor Coffee Company and check them out. And we'll have logos and stuff up for them. And then this one, this one, you're seeing it over on uh, Facebook and YouTube. The closures, the 30 by 30. The 30 by 30 is un is mind-boggling if you saw um wayne katow and i live on a saturday morning you will be uh, amazed at what wayne had to say about it and he had some notes that i hadn't thought about when they put in the mlps when they put the mlps out there what was that like 12 years ago baby or something like that we we're going to all those meetings oh, yeah. they when they put out the mlps they were going to enhance the ocean well, they didn't do anything. Since they put those MLPs into place, they haven't done anything. Nothing. A couple of those MLPs are right in the middle of the where the, the sewer pipes are, like in Laguna, and then up in Central California. These, these sewer pipes run right into the middle of the MLPs. 
They've done nothing to change that flow of the sewage. They've done nothing to enhance these MLP areas. They've done absolutely nothing except taking it away from us where we can go with our children and our grandchildren and our grandchildren's grandchildren and go fishing and go have fun. These spots that they took, they didn't do anything in the last 12 years, not one thing besides take them away from us. They haven't planted any new kelp in these areas. They haven't done anything to clean them up. They haven't changed the urban runoff into these MLPs. Yeah, granted, there's a few more fish in there than there was, but it's more polluted than it's ever been. It's They've done nothing to change it. I went to one of the meetings, these MLP meetings, when they revisited it five years after, and uh, they, there was a guy there trying to tell everybody, since the sport boats and the private boats weren't allowed to go in there and fish anymore, that the water had actually cleaned up. I had had enough by that point. I had listened to all this this crap that was spewing out of these people's mouths. Now you're going to understand why they don't invite me to these meetings. I stood up. I couldn't take it anymore. I'm not waiting my turn to speak. I've never been able to wait my turn. You couldn't wait my turn in school. Can't wait my turn anywhere. I just stood up and I said, bullsh poop, bull poop. You're full of baloney. I've spent my whole life out here. Just because you closed an area, didn't put a wall up and stop the flow of the sewage into that area. The water is not cleaner where they made these MLPs. It's not. It's That's the most ridiculous statement I'd ever heard. It's in print. You can go read it. It's ridiculous. It didn't clean anything up. As a matter of fact, it didn't do anything for anything. It did nothing. It just stopped us from going in there and having fun and enjoying it and fishing and swimming and having fun and kayaking. And doing all the fun things, because if you go into any of these MLPs with a fishing pole on your boat, oh my gosh, they're gonna, their heads are going to explode. The city of Laguna, they have their own escrow fund just to, just to police the area because they don't want you fishing in front of their house. It has nothing to do with fish. It has to do with control. It's the most unbelievable thing, and they're going to do it to us again with this 30 by 30. So I need everybody to get involved, everybody to help, everybody to become a member of CCA. Because at the end of the day, CCA is the only people that are that are allowing us to have a voice at the table. They're the only people that are recognized. Dave Hansen can't go in there because they already know who I am and I'm going to spew truth and I'm not going to wait my turn while they spew a bunch of lies to you. I'm going to stand up and yell. But we need to all be involved. Now that the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show is over, I want to let you all know, we can do, we can change this. We can do anything. Social media elected the president of the United States. We get millions of views, gang, on our social media platform, Your Saltwater Guide, across all social media, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Megaphone, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. We get over a million, we get about 9 to 12 million views a month. So we can actually change this if there's enough of us talking about it. Share this on all of your, everybody, share this 30 by 30 thing that I keep talking about. It's real easy to look it up. Share the fact that we all need to get involved in CCA. Please share all this. Hit the like button on my videos, all my video, every video you see. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you share it to all your friends because Everybody likes to laugh, and you know I'm funnier than heck. 
And if you watched any of our seminars at the Orange County Fairgrounds, when we were up there for the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show a couple of days ago, you can hear the laughter in the crowd. I don't think there was a time where they weren't laughing the whole <laughs> seminar. Check me out. Look at it. But don't forget about CCA and don't forget about this 30 by 30 because we cannot sit on the sidelines and suck our thumb and quote unquote from some of these people in the in the industry, let the process do the process. That's never worked out in my favor ever, and it hasn't worked out in yours. The process absolutely sucks, and we all need to be involved. We can't just let the process be the process because it doesn't work out, gang. We do have a voice. This is we the people. It's not we the people hand somebody else our money and let them do it. It's us. Let's all stay involved. Let's all stay educated. Let's see the transparency of this 30 by 30. Even the administration in Washington, D.C. right now doesn't want this to go through. I know it's hard to believe, but they don't want it to go through. There's only one human on the planet Earth that wants this to go through, and he's the governor of the great state of California. Don't have to believe me. Look it up. He made this an executive order. He's running this up the flagpole. It has nothing to do with you or I, which is absolutely ludicrous. We can't just lay down, suck our thumbs, and let it happen again, gang. We can't. Kelly girl, can you imagine not being able to take Riley's out fishing or Riley's Riley's children? That He's going to have some kids soon. It'd be tragedy. So, gang, let me know. If you have any questions, please send them in right now. Let's text the show. Kelly's going to pick one person out of the text the show. Oh, big news. We forgot to tell everybody. The numbers came in this morning. Over the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, we launched the app on Thursday morning. And since the launch of the app, we've had over 1,100 downloads. I can't even comprehend this. This is incomprehensible to me. I'm just an old fisherman. Just an old fisherman that, that has a bunch of knowledge that he wants to share with everybody. And everybody kept telling me, you need to build an app, Dave. You need to build an app. I was like, hey, I'm a fisherman. We don't have a phenomenal amount of extra money, but we do have a, quite a few members to our website. So I decided to build the app, bite the bullet, spend the money, and build the app. So now the app is live. Please download the app on Friday while we're talking with Luke McFadden. We're going to give away a shirt and a hat. Kelly will pick one lucky app downloader. And we can see who downloaded the app. Everybody that showed up at the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show got free stuff as they had the app downloaded. Kelly and my son and my daughter, they were very, very good at making sure y'all got all that free stuff from Akuma and Costa and Promar and all of our sponsors chipped in and gave away an epic amount of stuff. Now we're going to give away a shirt and a hat every week to one lucky Downloader. So download my app. Go to yoursaltwaterguide.com. If you're on, on Facebook or Apple, I mean Facebook or YouTube, up in the left-hand corner is the QR code to download the app. Download the app. If you're not, jump on your app store on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Megaphone. Download the app. You all count. Every one of you count. Kelly can see who you are. She's going to pick one of you to win a free Shirt and hat from your saltwater guide. Okay, so let's go. Do we have any questions? Anybody text anything in? Any questions? Yeah. 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 Y
Oh wow, nobody wants to know nothing. Everybody knows everything. They're That's unbelievable. Everybody's <laughs> saving their questions for my wife for tomorrow. All right, so we'll talk. It's be a long show. If nobody has <laughs> any questions, we're going to talk more and more about this 30 by 30 and how important it is. This 30 by 30 is going off, gang. It's getting pushed down the pipe by our governor of California. This is going to be absolutely devastating because I don't know if you paid attention or not, but they just closed that rockfish thing for an extra month in the beginning and three extra months at the end. No one's talking about those three extra months at the end because we were all told to sit down and be quiet, let the process be the process. But let's see, I'll quote what I was told. Dave, let the adults handle this. Yeah, that's what I was told. Let the adults handle it. Well, how'd that work out for you adults? Huh? Now you can't go fish rockfish. And you're not going to be able to after the 16th of September. And I've been, I've gotten so many messages from so many people saying, hey, Captain Dave, are you going to put out a list of all the spots outside of 50 Fathom? Well, gang, I know some spots over 50 Fathoms. I don't know enough for anybody to make a living fishing them. I don't know enough for any of the sport boats to do it. I know some spots where you and your buddy can go catch a couple fish that you can drop that you can't keep. I know where you can catch some quill backs and some chuckleheads and some uh, cow cods and some warthogs, some golden eyes, but uh, you can't keep them. So when they told you that they were going to do you a favor by closing this rockfish but opening the depth limits, when they open the depth limit, that's where those fish live that you can't keep. So they sugarcoated this thing and made it look like you guys were all going to get something. And I told you, and I stood on top of the mountain and I said, we need to get involved and we need to make the phone calls and we need to get in with CCA and we all need to show this support. And then I was told by the inside, inside to let the process be the process. And what happened? They closed it just like I said they would. And then on the 16th of September, it's going to be closed for seven months. That is a huge pill to swallow if you're in the sport fishing industry trying to make a living or trying to sell tackle or trying to sell ice or trying to sell fillet knives or gas. So we all cannot wait for the process. There's Marley again. For the process to be the process. We all need to get involved. You need to go to CCA. You need to go see what's happening. We're going to give away one of these shirts you're looking at right here on YouTube and uh and Facebook right now. We're going to give away one of these shirts on Friday to one lucky person that downloads our app. And then, uh, whoops. And then this is what we're talking about right now. And it's super easy. There's the there's the uh, QR code right there on your screen on Facebook and TikTok, or Facebook and YouTube. You guys can download the, the CCA app. You can learn, you can read all about what's coming down the pipe on this 30 by 30. This time, gang, those of you that only like to fish fresh water, they're coming after your fresh water. Not only have they already got a bunch of our salt water, they want 14% uh, more of our fresh water, our salt water. And then they're coming after a big chunk of your fresh water. They're coming after 30%. Those of you that like to fish largemouth bass, I'll bet they're coming for your water that you like to fish. 
it was all fun and games why they were taking away our saltwater stuff. You were like, oh, it sucks to be those guys. That's too bad. Uh. And I was like, please, we need everyone's help. We need everybody around the United States, everybody, fresh salt, people that fish on the moon, on Mars. We need everybody's help to be involved in this, to stop, help shut this down. Because as California goes, so does the rest of the country. As California goes, that's the way the rest of the country goes. They're going to come for you, Texas. They're going to come for more of Florida. I know you guys are going through massive closures already. Everybody is. I don't understand why. And the number one thing that I was reading about again this morning that just blows my mind. When I was a young man, everybody talked about save the whales, save the whales, save the, hey, Marley, save the whales, save the whales, save the whales. That's what I heard daily all the time, save the whales. Now, it's the other way. It's who cares about the whales? Who cares? We are building wind farms. We're building energy producing wind farms out on the ocean. Getting the amount of money, nobody even thinks about this. The amount of money it costs to build one of those wind farms, that wind farm would have to produce power for 12 years just to pay for itself with no accidents, nothing going wrong. But the big thing is they're killing whales wide open. Wide open, they're killing whales. And now the people that were standing there back in the 60s and 70s with the long hair and the hairy armpits and the hairy legs, they're saying, ah, forget about the whales now. It's all about clean energy. Wind farms are not clean energy. You are being sold a bill of goods. Wind farms are not clean energy. All the things, all the parts of a wind farm are made with petroleum products, every part of it. And then we, I, I'm so old that I remember when nuclear power was a big problem because we didn't know what to do with the waste. Getting all these batteries that we're making clean energy with, there's no plan for those. There's way more batteries hitting the landfills than there was nuclear waste created over the last 30 years. So these wind farms are the most ridiculous thing ever. And they're going to build them in California. And that's going to kill gray whales, humpback whales, blue whales. But they don't care because it's clean energy, which is the biggest lie ever fed to you. That is not clean energy. Just like these giant solar places that they build in the desert and just devastate all this, all these poor little animals that live there. They just took their land and just demolished it, build these wind farms, so, or uh, these solar farms so they can put these batteries out that aren't going to burn. What do you do with the battery when it's no bueno? What do you do? I'm here. Send your message. Let me know. No text messages. Yes, no one has a, a question. Oh, no. Somebody got a question. All right. Because you know me. I'll go on and on and yes. on. This is from Dave Lee. David Lee. And he wants to know uh, if you can recommend a good trip for the novice fisherman. David Lee, what I would suggest, very first thing you want to do is go on a half-day boat. There's certain places to go. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm going to tell you the number one place that I would go always is Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point, California. Not only because I have an affiliation with them, but because that is the best harbor on the California coast. You are out in the ocean 
from the dock in five minutes. You're out in the ocean. You can literally be fishing in 10 minutes from when they untie the boat. I've seen it happen more than I'd like to admit. That's the best part. The other part is they're geared to novices and young people. And it's about education and it's about teaching. And the captains and the crews are taught at a, in the very beginning stages that it's all about the tourist. It's all about the novice. It's all about the children. So I'm very partial to that. But if you go out of any landing up or down the coast that, are, that the boats are successful and there seems to be a lot of people on them, they're running a very good operation. There are those that aren't. And you can text me and I'll be more than happy to tell you who I would never go out with. But I would say Dana Wharf's the best place, but always to get started half day fishing and don't take advice from anybody except the captain and the crew on the boat you're going fishing on. You don't want to know what the guy at the tackle shop knows. You don't want to know about what the guy at the candy store knows. You don't want to know. You want to know when you get on that boat, you want to have some extra money with you because you're brand new and you've never done it before. I guarantee you they have the hooks. I guarantee you they have the sinkers. I guarantee you they have the leader line. All the things you need to be successful that day on the boat. If they're, if they're a good captain and a good run operation, they're going to make sure that you're going to be put in the very best spot to catch fish. All right? So that's what I would do. Start out on the half-day boats and listen to the captain and the crew. That's the very best thing I can tell you. All right. This is from Tim Ogilvy. Hey, Tim. It was a pleasure to meet you at yes, the show, buddy. Thank nice. you. That he was wants, cool. He wants to know uh, what is better bait for sheephead, sheephead, squid, or shrimp. And do you believe in the banana curse? Okay. That's a good one. Where did Marty go? Tim, that's a good one. We'll start with the banana curse, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> I don't believe in the banana curse. I don't think that's real. I think we joke about it. And, and when they're, when the fish aren't biting, those of us in the industry will use any excuse we can. And we'll say, oh, it was because you brought a banana. But I've caught a million fish with bananas on the boat. It's not that big of a deal. I like to have a banana in the morning on the way out to the spot. I always eat bananas. My good buddy, Todd Manser, makes sure the boat doesn't go out without bananas on it. Billy Miagawa, another really good captain. Old school guy, he has bananas on the boat. Cubby Paul, he has bananas on the boat. So, yeah, we don't believe in that curse thing. We believe it. It's got a ton to do with having as much knowledge as you possibly can before you leave, as much intel as you can, and to fish hard all day and to make sure you pay attention. And then at the end of the day, if you don't, you worked your butt off and you didn't catch anything all day and there's a banana on the boat, then blame the banana. That's what we do. <laughs> I'm just telling you. The moon's too big. The moon's too small. There's no moon. There's too much moon. Tide's too high. Tide's too low. Weather's too hot. Weather's too cold. We use everything when they're not biting. When they're biting, it's all us. It's all. I'm a great captain. When they're not biting, we blame everything but us. All right. Okay. This is from Kim and Dan. Oh, no. Didn't you have another part two of the question? Oh, yeah. I'm yes. sorry. I got off on the banana. Yes. Yeah. So what is better bait for? Oh, better bait yeah. for sheep's head. Okay. The very, very best, and but they cost a fortune, are ghost shrimp. Ghost shrimp, they're my, it's amazing. And I've seen places that charge as much as $2 for one ghost shrimp. The minute that shrimp hits the bottom, it's annihilated by some fish. 
But they, sheephead absolutely love the ghost shrimp, but man, it is expensive to use ghost shrimp, especially, or it's very tiring to go catch them. It's a whole deal, and there's a whole thing on YouTube about how to catch them. They're not easy to catch, but they're candy to the sheephead. The next thing I'm going to use is small, thin strips of squid. You can use shrimp, that's fine, but it's, I've tried shrimp many different ways. They're horrible to keep on the hook. It's just horrible. And on the way down or on the way up, all the other junk fish are eating them. But a thin strip of squid, like how I describe it on my How to Fish the Artificial Reefs, that works flawless every time I've used it all over, and it works all the time. And it's very inexpensive way to go about it, and it works very good. Lots of chum to increase the prey density level on the spot, and then a thin strip of squid on a small hook. You just pin it on or do you fold it on like remember you, you hook it on four or five or six times or however many how big your hook is i'm usually using a number two or a number four hook so i'm using a very small thin wire hook and i'm going to hook it as many times as i can so it still hangs down like a piece of spaghetti good question kelly yeah it's it has a ton to do with how you hook it too if you go to our website your saltwater guy those of you that already had downloaded the app you know how easy it is to find with the app, you just click on search and put in strips of squid and you'll see exactly how to cut it, exactly how to hook it. But what I can tell you, gang, is the app that I built for you answers all these questions. It, it makes it super easy and you'll have it at the, on, in your hand all the time. I had no idea how important an app was until I built an app. And man, I use it all the time now, especially to keep track of where you all are and what you're all doing. In the community section is... Incredible, right, gang? The, the the amount of knowledge you get from other fishermen is absolutely incredible. And we're all sharing. Go ahead. All right, this is from Kim and Dan. All right, Dan and Kim. It was our <laughs> Kim and Dan, excuse me, Kim and Dan. It was a pleasure to meet you guys at the show. And you guys had so much fun. You came two days. Definitely. Thank you very, very much. Big fans of you guys. And, and we really did, really, both of us. Yeah. Really, really appreciated all the love you shared with us. Thank you so much. Okay, so they want to know, um, have you heard any information on where the new closures are going to be? No, they don't have a plan. Gavin Newsom has no plan. He's going to executive order this thing without a map or a plan. It's got to be in effect by 2023, so he's got a few years to figure it out. All we can hope is that we make enough noise and we all get involved that we make enough noise because Gavin's headed to uh, bigger and better pastures and hopefully he leaves us alone here in the great state of California and that whole thing goes away because they'll make enough noise. There'll be enough of us involved that don't want this. But it has to go into effect by 2023 according to his executive order, which can be shot down by the next, next uh, round of political figures that show up in California to take all our money. All right, ready? Yeah, let's do this. This is from Mike Lewis. Oh, Mike Lewis. It was so fun to meet you. Thank you. Yeah. There's nobody on the planet that loves Kelly and I. Maybe our mom, maybe Kelly's mom <laughs> yeah, loves mom. us more than that. Maybe I'm our sorry, children. Like but Mike Lewis, we, Dan and Kim, you got competition with Mike Lewis. Thank you so much for everything you do for us, Mike. We love you, man. Yes. <laughs> All right. So he wants to, well, he, his question was, with the rockfish opening only a couple weeks away, 
He's going to be fishing Channel Islands. And uh, he wants to know what is the most important recommendation for catching some big reds the first weeks? What I would do, Mike, is I would fish live mackerel one hook, one hook, a one pound torpedo sinker with the mackerel on a dropper loop just above that one pound. Because remember, they've taken away most of our reds too. So if you're going to get a red, you want a big one. Red, big reds eat big mackerel. Use about a half a pound mackerel, a mackerel that's like 12, 14 inches long. For bait, one pound weight. So you get it down there. You're not going to catch picaccio. You're not going to catch any of the junk fish that you catch on. You're going to catch either a lingcod, a red, or a cow. That's what's going to eat that mackerel. But if you put it down there, one of those guys is going to eat it. But you got to have confidence in your bait when you drop the live mackerel down to the bottom. And if you've watched my How to Fish a Live Mackerel on a Dropper Loop, hey, Marley, you're going to see how I show you to cut those pieces of the tail off with a pair of fingernail clippers or a nice sharp pair of dykes just so you clip it enough so he's not swimming that one-pound weight around, but he's still trying to swim. Leave one of the two yellow parts of the tail connected, cut one piece off. He'll still swim. He'll be able to swim around down there, but he can't swim that weight around, and then Mr. Red or Mr. Ling will jump on it. I would fish straight mackerel if I wanted to catch big reds. That's all I used. That would be it. That, that would be the biggest thing I would tell you. And then after you get your limit of reds, which I think is three or five, I'm not positive because they change the change it every time. I'd have to look it up. It's somewhere between three and five. I know it's not more than five, and I hope to God they didn't make it less than three. But once you get your reds, then you can go and put on the squid squirts from from uh, Promar, and then you can fill up your bag with the rest of the fish. But get your two, whatever you're allowed, the lings, and whatever you're allowed on the reds, then stop fishing the live mackerel and start fishing with strips. All right. This is from Matt, and he wants to know what four-pack charter would you recommend for targeting swordfish, and does Justin target swords? Justin has all the information and all the knowledge to go do that. Has he done a charter? No because no one has tried to charter his boat. Mm -hmm. So he hasn't done for that swords, right? for swordfish. He's done fine catching everything else out there, but he no, no one's chartered his boat. He would be able to do it just, just as much as any of the other guys. Gang, the code was cracked a couple of years ago because the giant squid were gone. Now, hey, Marley, get on there. <laughs> now the giant squid are back. People are seeing them. They're seeing them in... In the depths, they're seeing them in the canyons, that giant squid's back. That's going to have a huge effect on uh, this swordfish fishing thing. The code was cracked, but it was cracked by some commercial fishing guys that are very, very good at what they're doing. And then a lot of the other people in the industry just piggybacked off of what the commercial guys figured out. But that was also because of the lack of giant squid in our area. You would have just as good a chance of catching one with Justin as you would with any of the other people. If they're biting, Justin will have the exact same information the other guys have. He'll be right there in the same zone. And then it comes down to whose bait's going to get picked up by the swordfish. Who? Who? Who, who, who? Remember, R.J. Boyle and myself, who will be on our show here shortly, R.J. Boyle and myself, we went out and did it off of uh, San Clemente Island. R.J. Boyle's like the guru back east. 
And uh, he showed us his technique, and that's kind of the technique that was being used by the guys that were catching him. So we have that knowledge. We have it on our app. You go to our app, yoursaltwaterguide.com, download the app. There's a whole segment on swordfish and how to do it. And that was all put together by the guys that do it for a living every day. It wasn't put together by guys that caught three or four a year for the last three or four years while they were biting. These are guys that caught 100 to 150 a year for the last five or six years while this has been going on. That's how I want to learn. I want to learn from the guys that do it for a living and catch hundreds of them. I don't want to know how the guy that caught three did it. I'm not even, I don't even care how the guy that caught 10 did it. That's not what I care about. You got, they got lucky. All right, here All we right. go. This is from Danny. He wants to know, would you recommend a Winthrop Terminator adjustable bent butt for bluefin fishing and why? Absolutely. That bent butt thing, the Winthrop, that thing is good. That thing, they, there's a few companies that make the adjustable butt. But here's the deal. A lot of boats don't have the 90 degree rod holder. You guys all have the ones that are tilted towards the back. When you put that adjustable butt on, you can tip that reel back so that it looks like it's a 90 degree. And then the rod's going to bend like it's in a 90 degree rod holder. It's going to help you tremendously if you fish the way I teach in the rod holder. I was absent on the day where we decided the fish were supposed to hurt us. I don't really No, Please leave the comments and tell us how that's not fishing. Then watch Wicked Tuna and watch how Dave and Paul and Dave and Tyler and, and everybody does it. They leave the rod in the rod holder and they catch it with the boat. That's the very best way to catch these big fish. If you have a burning desire to get the ever-loving bejesus beat out of you biting a fish, then pick the rod up, hook it onto you, and stand there and jerk on it while you jerk on the, the fish jerks on you. But the way we teach it is do it with the boat because you only have so much time during bite time you want to get as many of those things to hold up for the picture as you can. I know you don't agree with me. That's fine. I don't care if you agree with me or not. I'm just telling you how I do it. That's how we do it. If you watch, once again, when you downloaded my app, you got to see how do you catch bluefin tuna? How does Dave Hansen do it? How does he catch so many in one day? Because we use the boat to do it with. That's how we do it. We get them as fast as we can. 200-pound braid, 400-pound fluorocarbon leader, and using the boat. Okay, so gang, right back. We're run out of questions. You guys have some questions. I'm right here. I want to answer the questions for you. We got plenty of time. We got a lot of time left. We can answer questions all day, but I don't, I don't want to get off of the part about how important this 30 by 30 is. It is so important to all of us, everybody. Is it important to you, Marley? <laughs> Is it important to Marley? Yes, it's it very is. important to Marley because he loves to see your pictures of your fish when I show him. He's always grabbing at them. He's always trying to hold them. Right, buddy? And so it's important that we keep this fishing thing going and <laughs> all over the, everywhere on the planet. Everybody should have the right to fish. That should not be governed by the government. The right to fish should not be governed by the government. That's ridiculous. I don't know. When we all laid down and decided that it was okay for the government. A thing I was talking to my buddy at breakfast this morning is, you know what the government is? Us. We're the government. We are the government. We need to understand that. We, we need to quit letting them walk all over us, gang. We need to wake up. We need to get involved. We can't just keep sitting there hoping that the process 
it's going to do it. It won't do it. It never has. I've only been fishing for a living for since 1974, not quite as long as you and not as long as my dad, but we, my dad and I, we never saw the process. My dad fought so hard and he did so much and he has patience like he couldn't even believe. Not me. I don't have that kind of patience, but I don't, I don't believe in the process. I don't know if you know that or not. I think it's time for us to get, wake up and understand that we can do things. We can get things changed if we all work together on this. Do we got another question? Yes. All right. This is from Tom S. And he wants to know if you could make a video on how to re-rig your outriggers on a big sport fisher. He says, please and thank you. Oh, absolutely. Then uh, My buddy is the head of the shipyard down here in Cabo. And I'll make a call to him and see when he has somebody that's going to be rigging riggers in the yard or down on the docks or something. There's a few different guys that do it. I'll put out the word and we'll see if we can't find somebody who's doing it. Personally, I am not running a boat down here right now. I am kind of hanging out with Kelly and my monkey and kind of making videos for all of you and doing trade shows and stuff. And we're kind of maybe a little bit retired. So, but we will make that video for you. What are you doing, Marley? Marley's sitting right next to the camera. I'm, can't see him, but he's right here. Okay. I'm going to let you read this question because I'm not sure this is. Like All right. We got another question. We got another question. Is that for real? I don't know. No, you should. Danny asks, when you go out fishing with a couple of your buddies and you go on a, on a bo your boat, your private boat, and you're out fishing and you're fishing for sea bass, and two of them are booger eaters, and you're the only one that catches one because the other guys couldn't quit eating their boogers long enough to listen. Should you split that fish three ways, no. or should you keep it, the whole thing? And I would say, hey, do you like those guys that you're fishing with? Are they your buddies? Then give them some fish. Don't be tight. But if they're full boogers and you never want to see them again, don't give them anything. But... You, the proper thing to do would be to split the fish up three ways just because that's cool. And a 20-pound sea bass, that's a that's a nice sea bass. Most fish are way bigger than that, but you can spare a little bit for each guy so everybody can have a nice white sea bass for dinner. But, yeah, quit eating your boogers and start listening, and you won't suck at fishing anymore either. Okay. Okay. Oh, there he is. What a buddy. You want to be on the show? Come on, little buddy, little buddy. Okay, Brian, San Clemente. I've seen a video on your site about inshore South Orange County where you gave a couple spots. Next time you're in town, can you make one? My own, Brian, if you're a member of my website, I cover all of Orange County. I cover from the Newport break wall to the Oceanside break wall, and I break it all down. And on our website, okay, not only do I tell you the GPS numbers, which are important, don't get me wrong, you need to know that I'm, don't do that, Marley, you're gonna, yep, you messed up everybody. Oh no. It's okay, Marley was dancing around on the key, keyboard here. Gang, on the website, when you go to the spots videos, I've done something no one else has done before. And I did this 30 years ago with Danny Jackson and uh, the, the gentleman that makes all of uh, Angler Chronicle, the, the narrator and the 
the videographer. Danny Jackson and I made this hotspot videos 30 years ago on VHS tape. And what we did, Don Brockman, myself, Pete Gray, a bunch of different guys went out with, uh, with Danny Jackson and we shot all these different videos. But not only do we give you the GPS numbers, which are important, but we teach you exactly how to fish each and every individual spot with over 1,100 spots starting out up at Santa Barbara and ending down at the Coronado Islands and going out to all the Channel Islands and San Clemente Island, Catalina. Each one of these videos, gang, is like gold because not only do I give you the GPS numbers, I tell you exactly how to fish the spot. Uphill current, downhill current, onshore, offshore, everything that matters. A lot of the spots, I show you what it looks like on your GPS. I mean, on your uh, pedometer. A lot of spots, I just talk about it and describe to you what it's going to look like on your pedometer, your fish finder. But that's all gold. That's all stuff. I don't know anybody else that's ever done that for you. I don't know anybody else that has that kind of information that can share it with you, that has fished the Channel Islands and fished the San Clemente Island, Catalina and the coast and knows how the do's and don'ts of all that fishing is that created anything like this for you. So do yourself a favor. Go check out the Hot Spots videos. Go check out my website. Download the app. All these things are available to you for such a small amount of money compared to the price of fuel nowadays that I can't imagine you would go out there and try to figure this whole fishing thing out on your own. All right. More questions. Tim Ogilvie has another question, and he uh, he's asking, uh, his boat has two live wells. Will he be wasting money buying bait from the bait arch? Never. I never leave the dock. I never leave the harbor without buying bait from the bait barge. I'm not going to go out there and try to make it on my own. That's crazy. And even if you have a live well, not a bait tank. You know, oh, a live well. Yeah, he has two live wells. That was the thing. I totally misunderstood what you said, Tim. I apologize. I was just ready to go on the bait thing, and I no. wasn't listening. Okay, those live wells are gnarly. You might be able to put like. Buy a half a scoop, put a quarter in one side and a quarter in the other side. But you can design those so that they will help keep the bait alive. On a live well, the water just flows and just dumps in on the top and drains out on the top. So if you think about that, all the water that's not on the top, is all the water down below is stagnant. There's no oxygen in it. So it's actually killing the bait even though you thought you were doing it a favor. You need to take a small PVC pipe and put a 90 in it so it goes straight, comes out of the little hole, 90 degree angle, goes straight down to the bottom of the tank, then drill little holes in it on one side so when the water flows in, it shoots in one direction so it gives your little bait fish a chance to swim around in circles. They can't just live in water that's not circulating. That top part of the water, they're going to keep coming up there, but it's like a washing machine because you didn't defer the water flow. It's pouring in there and then it if you look at a live well, the water pours in at the top and drains out at the top. It doesn't drain out at the bottom and on a screen or something. The screen's on the top. So that already tells you that it's not going to work. Largemouth bass needs very, very little oxygen, if any. That's how they live in all the golf course lakes and all the stagnant water all over the United States. But bait fish, sardines, anchovy squid need constant circulation of the water. The water in the bait tank from the top to the bottom has to change every eight minutes. I don't care if it's a thousand gallon tank or if it's your live well. So you got to think about the way the water flows. How can I defer it? Tim, when this is over, 
just like I do for all of my clients on my website. And you're one of them. So send me a picture and then you and I will go over how to defer the water to make it work so that it will actually allow some of the live bait to live. But the best thing you can do on your boat is throw that seat away that you set in when you drive and put your bait tank right there. Because like Kelly and I will tell you, we don't care where we set when we're getting to where we're going. But when we get there, we want to make sure we got what? Bait. Live bait. Live bait. bait. We, we want, want it to be alive. We don't want it to be dead when we get there. So hopefully that kind of helped answer the question, Tim. That was a good question. Okay. They're all good. Um, let's see. I don't know who this is, but uh, they want to know any. you have any tips for catching Corbina out of Dana Point. Okay. You didn't leave your name, so we want to know who you are. So the whoever asked the question about Corvina and fishing Corvina in the surf, what Corvina likes sand. They're not big into that gravel stuff because they like to go around in the sandy areas and eat those mole crabs that a lot of people call sand crabs. They're like a almost like a sand flea, I guess you would call it. They're mole crabs or sand crabs or whatever you call. Them. They like the sand. And the problem from Dana Point down to about Pochi, which is Shore Cliffs, all the sand is gone. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna run it all the way down to the pier. It's almost all gravelly. So you're not gonna have a lot of chance of catching Corvina. Where I do see a lot of them, and I have seen a lot of them, and from T Street in San Clemente, that's Trafalgar, just south of the San Clemente Pier, from that down to Cotton's Point. That's a good area and you walk it slowly and pay attention with a good pair of sunglasses looking at the water because it's almost all sight fishing and they're going to be living in the ditches. They're going to be living in the, they're going to be living like a foot off the beach in those ditches. They're living right there and they're picking off little sand crabs. So if you can get those mole crabs, fish them on light line, a small hook, drop, uh, like a like a dropper loop type of drop shot they call it same thing as a dropper loop big boy fishing but you use the drop shot with a little sand crab and it's deadly with light line six pound 12 12 pounds way too heavy six or eight pound that's what i would fish that's how i would approach it hopefully that helps you out a little bit okay we still got time for a few more questions if anybody's got a question Yes, this is from Ben, and he wants to know if you have any preferred weather wind report sites for the backside of Catalina and SCI. Yeah, what I use is windy.com. It's free. It's free to everybody. It's not just free to Captain Dave. It's free to everybody. Go to windy.com, and you just all you do is put the cursor to where the area you want to know what the weather's going to be like there and double-click on it. What I like to do is put that cursor between – Santa Barbara Island and Catalina and that channel right there. And that's going to tell me what the weather is going to be like on the backside of Catalina. I don't like to put it right up next to the island ever because you're not going to get a true me because the island's going to create its own weather. So you get that channel between the west end of Catalina and Santa Barbara Island, that little round island out there. In that channel between the two islands, I'm going to put my cursor there. I'm going to touch on it. Then on the bottom of the screen, it's going to tell, hold on. Oh, I was going to sneeze. Then on the bottom of the screen, you can scroll along and you can see what the weather's going to do all day, each day. 
let's say you're going to go tomorrow, you go to windy.com, you look at what it's going to do tomorrow, and you can track it all day. You can see what time the wind's going to start blowing, what time it's going to stop. It's crazy. It's probably the best app out there for checking on the wind. It's what most of the big boys use when they're traveling up and down the California coast and down into Mexico. So check out windy.com. It'll help you out tremendously. No more questions. No more questions, gang. Gang, don't forget, big show tomorrow. Kelly Girl's doing text your questions to Kelly Girl. Kelly Girl's going to answer your questions tomorrow. She's going to answer anything. Go ahead, tell them. No, anything. You tell them. You, whatever you want to <laughs> ask her, what kind of clothes she wears when she goes fishing. No. <laughs> ask her about Marley. Ask the monkey right there hanging out in the corner. Right there. Ask him about Marley. Ask her about... Living in Mexico, what's it like? How Were you scared when you moved down there? Are you still scared? Could you drive around and do stuff all day by yourself? Are you afraid? Ask her whatever you want to ask her, gang. She's going to answer everybody's question tomorrow. Just, yeah, be nice, please. I'd hate to ban you from everything because you decided to be a potato head. Be nice. Go to my app, download my app, your saltwater guide. Download the app at the App Store or Google Play Store. Download the app. We're going to pick one person on Friday by Luke McFadden. If you haven't checked out Luke McFadden, we have uh, videos of him all over my website or all over my social media platform. Make sure you check out him. Make sure you check out these caramels from Craigie and, oh and Carrie. They're okay. insane. Go to the website. Order yourself up some of those caramels. Don't forget, our store's still open. I know the show's over, but we're still selling clothes. Check those out. You can get some shirts from us at your Saltwater Guide, the store. Gang, we just have a plethora of stuff all the time. We're talking about Akuma, Promar, and uh, Anchor Roasted Coffee Company. They all helped out tremendously with free stuff at the show. Costa Del Mar also, see what's out there. They did a phenomenal job making sure we had stuff to give you at the show. All our sponsors, thank you very much. We're putting together all the new products that we got from all the sponsors so we can start showcasing them next week on the show. And uh, we still have a couple of days left. If somebody out there has some product that they would love to get in front of millions of people, let me know. Give me an email, yoursaltwaterguideatyahoo.com or text us at 949-374-0786. We can get your product in front of lots of people. You just got to let me know. I think we got two days open with the chance of one of those days going away by this afternoon. But right now, first people they get to me are going to get one of the two days. We do this live podcast Monday through Friday every single day. We've done over 1,150 of them. We're not going to stop. We're not going anywhere. We get lots and lots and lots of views, lots of likes, lots of happiness. I want to thank you all. I couldn't do any of it without you. Thank everybody. I hope I covered everybody that helped us out. Everybody that helped me out and came and saw Kelly and I at the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. We want to come do another show right now. We would love to. All right. We'll see you all tomorrow. Bye. 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Thank you. Mm-hmm.